Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The pretty best of me. All right. Hey, guys. So I literally just walked off stage, and I guess to say that I am not upset would be a lie. Um, I can only speak for myself. Obviously, you know, I believe that Cody did such an amazing jive considering, I mean, first of all, the fact that I'm upset over a jive is kind of crazy now that I put everything into perspective. Um, but what is so, I think, discouraging for me, and I know also for Cody, is I just don't understand judges understand what we've been through the past three weeks. I'm not asking for pity. I'm not asking for the scores to even go up. I'm just asking for acknowledgement and some sort of human interaction and need that humans need. For instance, I believe we all need to be seen and to be heard and, and just to at least feel like, okay, well, considering the fact that you guys have had COVID and you're still recovering, mind you, but like as far as yesterday goes and the way I was feeling, it wasn't great, to be honest. Like we had to not just camera block our first dance jive. We had to also do our second dance because Cody didn't fly in from New York to Los Angeles until Friday due to his quarantine time, right? So he just got out of quarantine. We had, as opposed to the other couples, we didn't have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We only had end of day Friday, Saturday, and a little bit on Sunday to rehearse for what you saw tonight. And so what is so, I guess, hard for me to, like, it's not hard for me to accept the critiques. It's not hard for me to accept constructive criticism. But what is hard for me to accept is as if they had no idea we had COVID or maybe no idea that Cody just flew in Friday night due to his quarantine time, right? And um, look, at the end of the day, I just want, as well, I want Cody to feel like, you know, not so, 
it's hard to say that the judges scores don't affect us. Like, of course it does. We want their validation. And we also need your guys's votes that you, but you guys like as fans have totally come through. It's just been a little difficult to get out of this funk with the judges. And I, again, don't want pity. I don't want any of it, but just to acknowledge the fact that we are dealing with COVID and we're trying to also send a message to everybody out there as well that don't let COVID get you down. You know, if you feel healthy enough, if you feel good enough, you know, just try and, you know, dance a little and just go out there and, you know, whatever it is, whatever situation you're in, you don't let, you don't need to let COVID control you and your life, depending on obviously your symptoms and all of that. And because Cody and I felt okay, now, dancing a jive is another story that we're dealing with. I even asked, I said, okay, if we can make this work to one of the producers, you know, is there any way we could please change our dance? Because jive is a high intense aerobic dance that requires lots of high energy and lots of technique goes into it because it is one of the ballroom dances that um, is required for this challenge that we signed up for, but also they have to put everything into perspective as far as judging goes. Like I can't teach Cody basic steps in the syllabus of what the jive is in 24 hours. Cause you have to think about it. It's two days, right? Two dances. You have to spread it out evenly. You know, as I am recording this podcast, I'm going to be going to rehearsal and there's just a part of me that feels so like, why? <laughs> Why do we put in all this time and this effort and this stress? It's like, it's not, look, we're not curing cancer. I get it. We're doing a dance show. And as much as I am still so grateful to be a part of the show, even though we were sick and they made it work as far as us staying um, in the competition, I just wonder, like, Sometimes I tend to push myself, you know, like was would it have been best just to stay home and really recover as opposed to coming here and feeling discouraged, you know, it's just like, it's just a lot. Um, it's a lot because we have to put in the hours like you have to, because at the end of the day, it's your reputation and it's your ass, right? So you don't want to look stupid. You want to go out there. You want to do the best that you can with whatever challenge is being given to you. And I knew going into this that if we were going to make it through, Jive probably wouldn't be great to dance after having COVID, right? Like, let's maybe give them a rumba or let's give them something slower so that their, you know, lungs don't feel like they're going to collapse. And I can speak for myself. That's exactly how it felt yesterday. Like, I literally was in tears in between passes of our camera blocking because camera blocking requires us to do like three rounds of the same dance like back to back to back, right? So that requires a lot of endurance and stamina. And it's like a weird feeling that I've been having. It's a feeling I've never felt before. It's a weird, like my body and my brain, they're not connecting. And I feel like this weird outer body experience, my lungs, I feel like I'm being suffocated. Like someone has a pillow over my face while I'm dancing. So it's just like, I obviously didn't want to make it a big deal, but like Cody and I are kind of tired to talk about this whole COVID thing. But at the same time, I just hope that the judges understand the situation we were in. Again, I'm not asking for higher scores. I'm not even asking for them to praise us. I just want to know if we're all on the same page here. And I think it would be nice to get a little bit of encouraging words, not for me, I can take it, but for my partner and for the work that he has endured and the and just his discipline and 
figuring out like, okay, wait a second. So they did all of this basically through Zoom and then just touched each other for the first time on Friday late afternoon. Good on them. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, there was no choice for me but to give Cody a solo in the beginning. I don't have him. I didn't even have him in physical form until Friday late afternoon. And mind you, we still had to shoot content for packages. We had to shoot heart to hearts, like all the packages that you see air before the dance. You know, that was something that 
took about five, six hours. Then we had press and then we had this. It's just like, it doesn't stop. But then again, we're being judged in comparison to the other couples. And let me tell you, I can name six basic figures in that Jaivai choreograph that's in the syllabus when it comes to Latin American dances, including the Jive. So I don't know what they're seeing. I don't know what they're looking at. I understand that the solo may have been too long, but again, I had less than 24 hours with Cody this week for two dances this week for Disney week. I just, I, I'm just at a point where I'm like, I almost, I, I'm not one to give up, but I'm also just not feeling like all of this is worth it, right? Like I'm not asking for a result. I just feel like we go, we bent over backwards last week. Like I don't think anyone understands. Like we were building equipment. We were making sure sound was working. We were making sure that like the set design was good in our living rooms. Like, and we were sick and I was working, right? Like, and that's okay. They weren't making me work, but I wanted to do this. But then again, if we're not in sync, it's not our fault. It's the booth's fault because he was in New York. I'm in LA and there is that distance and it just isn't perfect. And of course, Carrie Ann says nothing but that, that we were not in sync, says it first live on television, then says it again on our Instagram. And so it's like, I'm just, I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And it's not really necessarily helping as far as, you know, trying to keep Cody's confidence intact as well. You know, and at the end of the day, that's what needs to happen. Like he needs to feel like he has a chance. So does everybody in anything that you sign up for. I don't think anybody would sign up for a competition show knowing that they were just gonna get reamed every single week that they even try and then let alone get COVID and then just get reamed again and then just continue to get negative comments that can't even, there's nothing that I can do about what they're saying. It's not constructive. Put it that way. Like Bruno saying to us last week, I wish you were doing it here on the dance floor. Hey, how about this? We have COVID. It's crazy. Anyway, I don't feel like I let myself down at all. And I don't feel like I let Cody down. We've been busting our asses. I think the judges need to judge fairly with what they see. And I don't think that even though they say, look, we got to judge them up against the other couples because that's the only fair thing to do. Well, then, you know what? Be more specific instead of being so general as to what that it like, what is it that you wanted to see? Technique? Tell me that. So you're saying I had no technique in this jive. So then what other figures and name them did you want to see in this jive that you could have done in five hours of rehearsal for one day? So in order for me to come back with a better, I guess, vibe or better feeling than I do now I and not feel so discouraged. I mean, honestly, we have no choice. Cody and I are the only ones rehearsing tonight because, again, we missed so many days. And they also last minute took out our extra dancers in our routine that's supposed to be for tomorrow. So that means I have to fill up more choreography and poor Cody has to learn new steps on a late Monday night with a live show on Tuesday with a dance he's never done and learned also in five hours just to get reamed. Hopefully not. Hopefully that's not the case. Um, and look, is he going to have his heel leads for the Viennese waltz? Nope. I'll tell you that much right now, but is he going to try his best? Absolutely. So maybe we should focus on that. I know they could be hard on him because he's a dancer, but he's not like everyone, like people need to stop saying that because like you could be a dancer all day long. You're not a ballroom dancer. You know, these people are not getting credit for trying something different. And if anyone knows it's Carrie Ann, she shouldn't understand that 
I want to see her ballroom dance and do what these people are doing, knowing that she has other dance experience. Like, it's just not easy, period. This show's just not easy. I'm just really frustrated, and I'm just wanting to, I guess, vent, and I'm not here to whine or complain. I am still grateful for this opportunity. I just feel bad for all of my dance partners for the last three, four seasons. I feel like they have the shit end of the stick sometimes when they dance with me. I don't know if the judges are expecting more from me exactly but like again like I said I can I am the only person on this show I feel like that has only ballroom experience as far as competition and competing as a professional dancer I know what's in those technique books I've taken my judging test I've done it all I've taken my medals test like you guys I can name again six figures in this job we did tonight that's in the technique book. What is it that you're saying? And be more specific so that I can actually take that back in the studio and work on it. Like we all, like if anybody understands, it's me, Len Goodman, and maybe Derek. But Derek never competed in the professional level. I'm not sure if he ever take if he ever took the medals test. I know Len Goodman has because you have to to be a judge in the ballroom world. So like again, I don't know what you're seeing here. There was enough technique in that to call it a jive and to do so in 24 hours was pretty spectacular. And either way, I'm proud of Cody. Thanks for listening. I'm tired of hearing my voice, but that makes me feel better that I can just let it all out, I guess. Follow Pretty Messed Up on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Becca and Tanya, host of the Scrubbing In podcast. Have you ever gotten the chance to tell a character in a TV show that you hate their guts? <laughs> well, Tanya did this last week. So don't miss our conversation with Kevin McKidd, a.k.a. Dr. Owen Hunt on Grey's Anatomy. And this week we get to talk to Megan Trainer and her brother Ryan Trainer. So listen now and listen wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.